Welcome to the Tar Heel Hustle, where we explore the different dimensions of the Keenan Flagler Executive MBA program. I'm Javier Guillermo. And I'm Bola Mustafa. And we're your hosts. With us is our tireless producer, Mafe Ocilia, keeping us honest. We decided to create this podcast to share with you our collective experience during our time in the Keenan Flagler MBA program. This season, we'll interview current students and cover topics ranging from time management, leveraging the MBA to make career changes, and explore the MBA program from the perspective of young high potential classmates and international students. We will also talk to faculty members about leadership and explore how they constantly adapt to our ever-changing world. So, let's hustle. Let's get down to business. Let's get down to business. Thank you so much for your time today. We you know, really appreciate you making time to join us and being a part of this episode. So, uh, Andrew, let you go and get started. Quick introduction about yourself and your bio as far as what your background is and where you are right now, geographically and career-wise and whatnot. Sure. My name is Andrew Murphy. I'm a weekend MBA student here at UNC Keenan Flagler. I recently transitioned out of the military. I spent about close to 14 years in the Marine Corps, starting out in like an HR type role and then transitioning into a special operations role with Marine Special Operations Command. So I recently transitioned out, like I said, due to some medical reasons and then started the Keenan Flagler MBA about four or five months prior to separating from the Marine Corps. I currently live in eastern North Carolina, right along the coast, uh, about 20 miles north of Wilmington, married, and two grown boys, eight and 10 years old. I started a new role about three months ago with Arclight Consulting. It's a uh, boutique consulting firm specializing in Oracle human capital management implementations. Nice, excellent. Glad to have you here today. And how about you, Alex? What's going on, everybody? I'm Alex Kuzil. I am also a weekend EMBA student at UNC. Also recently separated from the military after about 11 years in the Army. I started off as a logistics officer. And then after four years of doing that, I decided to transfer over to Army Special Operations and I've been located at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, for the past six years. Been married for seven years. No kids yet, but we're working on that. Uh, right now, I'm living, recently moved to Durham, North Carolina, where I hope to stay for quite a bit. And I'm still on the job hunt. I recently joined a fellowship uh, with the Special Operators Transition Foundation that they do this uh, a very comprehensive preparation and facilitation for special operations guys who are transitioning into their next career. It's really a pleasure to be here and I appreciate you inviting me to speak. Luisa Santiago, I am a career military officer and uh, in the army, I'm coming up on my retirement after almost 31 years of service almost 24 on active duty and the remaining seven in the reserve component. It's really been a pleasure and a privilege to have served the military. It gave me just incredible experiences throughout my life. I had the privilege of serving four overseas tours, three combat tours, 
And so I certainly have had the chance to see the world, travel the world, and be part of incredible teams. But with, as all things, you know, it comes to an end. And I think I've gained tremendous experiences, but I, I recognize that I've been operating in one particular environment. And so it's time to close this chapter and move on to another. And I guess the one small alibi is uh, of those over 30 years, 20 of them, I've been an army lawyer. And so I've been in the legal profession for a long time as well. Nice. So coming from the military, what was the inspiration for you to join Keenan Flagler business program? I'll be honest. My wife did the program. Uh, <laughs> so she did the program. She was in the weekend 19 class. And I would come up with her every once in a while. While she was in class, I would sneak out and play around the golf. But afterwards, when it was actually in person and everybody was just hanging out together at the Meadowmont Grill, I love the camaraderie and the networking aspect of it. And I am a huge fan of Anne Marie Summers. Like, I cannot say <laughs> enough nice things about her yeah, because she treated Katie like family. And yep. that's why I chose Keenan Flagler because of how they treat you with respect and dignity. Yeah, we agree with you. Anne-Marie was awesome. I actually did do a bit of research. I certainly wanted to stay in North Carolina. My husband is still working here in North Carolina. I'm a North Carolina attorney. And so we definitely wanted to call North Carolina our forever home. After moving 12 times in my career, we certainly didn't want to move again. But what attracted me most to Keenan Flagler versus other very competitive programs were their core values and also their focus in terms of their orientation of their business school. Just what they espoused in terms of community, of making things better, just a number of the principles and programs that they offered I believe, fell in line with things that I could relate to as a professional. What about you, Andrew? Why I started looking at an MBA, I very recently got my undergrad completely online while I was still active duty. So as I was coming up on time to transition out of the military, within the military, you gain a, a lot of soft skills, right? The leadership, the interpersonal skills, things like that. However, what you don't have if you're trying to transition into the business sector is some of those hard skills, you know, and in order to be a well-rounded businessman, you need a wide range of skills to have. So I looked at the MBA as my ticket to get that, as well as you know, assist me with figuring out what I wanted to do when I got out. You know, I was still kind of unclear on, on which direction I wanted to go, and I thought an MBA would help. So as I started looking at MBAs, I knew that, one, I wanted to be in class because having done an entire undergrad online, I realized that, uh, I mean, you're all feeling the pain now, but it's not ideal, right? So, no. so I wanted to be in class. So that restricted me to the Raleigh-Durham area for ranked programs, right? So I, I looked at Duke, I looked at UNC, and that was really the limit of where I was looking. So I came out to a class at each one. I went to Duke, I went to UNC, and just I immediately felt welcome at UNC. I didn't feel like I was an outsider stepping into the classroom. Like I felt like I was in the program already when I sat down to that class. And Duke was not a bad school at all. I, I actually saw Duke first and I was convinced that that's where I wanted to be. And then I just took the weekend trip out to UNC and then completely changed my story. So Really, it was just the overall attitudes and the welcomeness of everybody at UNC that sold me.
I want to ask, because of your background, how do you choose the moment when to lead and when to follow? Thanks, Javier. That's a great question. One of the things I think the military does well and has absolutely taught me throughout all my years of service is leading and then more importantly, following. Because one of the things I learned early on in my military career is you could be a follower and be a leader at the same time. And oftentimes the sign of a great leader is one that knows when to follow. Everyone has someone they serve. You know, there's always the higher up. So you're following in some respects, someone else, even if you're a leader of your own section or group. And so I subscribe to when in charge, take charge. And when not in charge, you could still, when you're not the designated leader, then you should be supporting that leader. And by being an effective follower, you're setting an example. You are showing that you can be a positive teammate. And in some respects, you're leading again in your own way. Uh, so when to lead versus when to follow. For me, that's it can be situationally based. Honestly, the way that my military experience was, I was pretty much automatically thrust into a lead position. So when I do get the opportunity to make that choice for myself, it depends on if the leader in that situation needs to be a subject matter expert in that particular field. And if it's a field that I'm not familiar with, like IT, then I will very happily follow. But if it is something that I know a little bit about or I'm comfortable with, then I will usually take the lead until it's not necessary to take the lead. But yeah, I mean, I'll typically jump in and take the lead. Uh, for myself, just to echo, uh, very, very situationally dependent. It's a fairly broad question, right? When do you choose to lead and when do you choose to follow? So it's a broad question and my broad answer would be I look around the room, right? And it doesn't take very long to determine where you fit in in the pecking order within a new team or a new organization, department, whatever the case is. But taking a look around the room, realizing whether that leader should be myself or if there's somebody better equipped to take that position as leader. In the military, everything's very traditional military anyway. It's very, you know exactly who the leader is, right? Because it's written on the shoulder. You know who it is. You know you're always following that next person above. However, it's not always the case, right? So as Alex mentioned, if I'm the expert on something, I'm going to take the lead 100%. And where I'm at now, even if I'm not the expert on something, you know, as a project manager, typically 90% of the time I have to take that leadership role anyway but very situationally dependent. Good point. So early on, I guess that first week we were all together, we had those team building exercises. How do the Keenan Flagler core values affect how you view the world? You know, integrity, teamwork, leadership, inclusion, community, and excellence. Probably integrity and teamwork. Yeah, yeah teamwork resonates immensely just because this program has provided the opportunities to work in small teams and to get to know your classmates better and to basically kind of share the burden uh, of these projects like Sabre. It's been fun because when you, you can hash things out, everybody has that common goal of, hey, you know, we want to do well. There hasn't been any times where we haven't like stepped in to fill a void for each other. If someone has a competing requirement, hey, 
no problem at all. Take care of your business. We'll take care of this while you're out and the machine keeps moving. As far as integrity goes, you know, I, I think that's something that I think Keenan Flagler harps on a lot and something that I've always taken to heart was no matter what, you do the right thing. Do the right thing when you're around people and keep doing the right thing when no one's watching because that's the measure of, of a person's character. Yeah, I agree. I don't have too much to add. I would say the core values that Keenan Flagler has are shared as well within the military for the most part. Out of those values that I prioritize pretty high again are the teamwork and the excellence. I think teamwork and competitiveness, and that's kind of where I go with the excellence, is you want to be the best one, right? So whether you're a special operations team, you want to be the best special operations team within your company. Or whether you're a consultant, you want to be with the best consulting firm and you want your consulting firm to be the best and and you want to provide the best service to your customers or your client base. So striving for excellence every day is a very prominent driving factor. Perfect. As Andrew and Alex may agree, They were a huge selling point for me in the military, at least certainly in the army. And I know that other services have these as well, but we have army core values that we live by. And many of the values within the Keenan Flagler core values are exactly the same as in the military, in the army, at least, and certainly in the other services. But integrity, teamwork, leadership, excellence were all things that resonated with me. And they're certainly values that I've lived with for all my career. And so I saw that as a natural fit in coming into this program and finding programs and finding different opportunities that I think would help me grow and then also be a better contributor at the end of this program. So when you guys sat down that first morning in February at the classroom, What were your first thoughts and how did you feel? I'll be honest. I felt uh, like I was in the wrong room almost. And by that, I mean, there was doctors standing up. There were lawyers. There were people with advanced degrees. And this was outside of touring Duke and UNC. This was literally the first classroom that I sat in. And so to be sitting next to, you know, a doctor or an owner of a company, I won't say I felt like I was in the wrong room, but I definitely felt like I had some uh, big shoes to fill, I guess. So you felt motivated, you felt energized. Yeah, energized and happy to meet everybody because there was such a wide range of experience within that room. There's a reason I think Keenan Flagler is ranked pretty high when it comes to MBAs and the selection process and who they get into this program is one of them. And, And that was evident that first day. Alex, how about you? How did you feel? Similar. Uh, first day, I think, uh, I think I was a little intimidated, you know, walking in, knowing, like Andrew said, there were doctors, lawyers, there were people at the top of their fields, people who were looking to make moves to the C-suite. And here I am, I've, all I've known is military for the last 11 years of my life. And that became a comfort zone. And it, it was an opportunity to step out of my comfort zone. And one thing I've, I've been trying to focus on the last couple of years was growth, personal growth. And so I was a little worried at first, but I just kind of reminded myself, hey, this is another opportunity to grow. This is the right place to do it. This program, this room, these classmates, this is going to be good. And I have no regrets. So what would you say to someone like you who is thinking about this program, but isn't 100% you know, sure about it? I would absolutely encourage them to 
do their homework, but do it. I can't express how valuable my experiences have been. Aside from the educational component of it, just meeting the professionals that I have in the executive MBA program, and even in some of the other now with the elective courses, meeting other professionals from the other programs, just being able to learn about other careers and other experiences, life experiences, I think has helped me develop on a personal level and a professional level. And my admiration for my classmates is unbounded because I sometimes feel like an, an underachiever next to compared to so many <laughs> my class and the amazing things that they do and have done and continue to do. And I think that for professionals, I, I think that's really important that we are re-energized, that we're humbled and we're encouraged. And I think for veterans, for military members or veterans, I think that's refreshing because it opens our eyes to other fields, other industries, other experiences that will make us more well-rounded as leaders and as professionals. I totally agree. And we definitely look up to you as well, Lisa. You you, you definitely keep us all on our toes. You know, as, as we come towards the end of the program for today, I was really going to ask, looking forward, what does life look like for you after the Kenneth Flagler program? Honestly, I mean, we just moved to Durham. I'm very happy here. I'm looking to set my roots here and find the next career, focus on family, focus on giving back. I've started volunteering since still on the job hunt. So I've started volunteering. I'd like to continue that with uh, Chapel Hill Food Distribution. And then I'm very grateful for the fellowship that I've started with the Special Operations Transition Foundation. And I can't wait to give back to them as well, because it's been an interesting process to learn more about what drives me and where I see myself. And I definitely want to pay it forward. For myself, kind of similar, having just recently transitioned and I was using an MBA to leverage my way into a position And I was thinking, you know, after I get my MBA, I'll use it to get myself somewhere else. However, I am very content with my current role right now. And I don't really foresee looking for anything else anytime in the near future. So hopefully I'll be able to leverage the MBA within the company. Honestly, immediately following the Keenan Flagler program, I don't foresee too much of my life changing, but I definitely will be looking for roles of further responsibility, hopefully within the same organization. I am super excited. I think one of the challenges that I'm facing now is what can I do? The options are limitless from government senior executive jobs to corporate jobs to legal work to non-legal work, nonprofit, just tons and tons of options. But I think one of the things that the Keenan Flagler program is also helping me work through is finding a job that will be purposeful. And I think for me now where I'm at and as I transition into another career phase, I certainly want whatever I do to be purposeful. And we always like to say money won't drive it or position won't drive it. But I do believe that whatever I do next, I want to ensure that it 
is something that I will make an impact in, that I will make a difference in the lives of other people or in some business. And so I would say, what does life look like for me after the Keenan Flagler program? It will be something that will be purposeful and hopefully make a difference. On that note, we'll, we'll definitely thank you for your time here today. We definitely appreciate the transparency and, and sharing your thoughts on leadership and everything that the Keener Flagler program has instilled in you to date. We're about halfway through and we have another what year to go, but uh, it seems like we're on the right track right now. Javier? Yeah, thank you for sharing your experience and for being a part of the program. I think everybody from our class is very happy that you are with us sharing your experiences and we look forward to continue having discussions and learning from each other. Yeah, no worries. Thanks <laughs> thank a lot. Thank you, guys. guys. All right. Thank Thanks, you. everyone. Thank Take you care. so very much. Well, that wraps up today's show. Stay tuned for our next episode with Professor Christian Lumblad. He is the Director of the Center for Excellence in Investment Management and the Associate Dean of the PhD program at UNC Skin and Flagler Business School. And last but not least, Mafe Bola, an ICE Macroeconomics Professor. Yeah, that was a pretty interesting episode with Professor Lumblad. What I found most interesting about that episode was his journey from being an expert on international financial market developments at the Federal Reserve to his current role on the faculty at UNC. And he shared with us expectations for the U.S. economy in 2021. So stay tuned. Hasta luego. Oh, double. In case you're looking to get in on a Tar Heel hustle, make sure you check out our episodes available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to be featured on a future episode of the Tar Heel Hustle, feel free to click on the link in the show notes. We look forward to having you on the show. Until next time, keep hustling. <laughs>